welcome to Stargirl Podcast. This is Lizzie, and I'm here with Angie, and this is our season 2.5 at last. Finally. Um, I don't even remember how season two ended. I'm kidding. I, I do remember. <laughs> but it's been a while. <laughs> I, like, felt nostalgic when I heard our theme song playing right now because we actually do play it before we start recording. And it, like, took me back to all of those, like, pat feelings like i am once again just like all in love with pat dugan again it didn't take much but i'm back it's back i was my mom was catching up on the podcast a few weeks ago and she's like you guys are the adults i was like yes how sad (laughs) and happy she's like i thought you were gonna be like yes because my mom recently watched stargirl and she was like well the kids are like sometimes i'm not really happy with them i was like it's okay Neither are we. It's like, okay, we're adults now. Uh, so I guess that's our intro. Hi. Well, hi. <laughs> oh, hi. It's been a while. Uh, hey. Lots of changes happened in our personal lives and in the world, but we love Stargirl still. Yes, that hasn't changed. It, and we do have some news. And since Angie has a handy list, I'm, I'm going to let her go ahead and tell you all the news that we've missed in the last 57 years since we recorded a podcast. Okay, so let's start with casting news. So we talked a lot about Todd Rice slash Obsidian showing up in season three. And now we know that he is and he will be played by Tim Gabriel. Look him up. He's so cute. I cannot wait to see his take on Todd. Um, And then for the other casting news, we have Seth Green as a recast for Thunderbolt. As y'all may remember, Jim Gaffigan was originally the voice of Thunderbolt. I don't know what happened, but Seth Green is delightful. I'm a fan, so I'm down for this. I think he'll have a great take on Thunderbolt. Um, Also, we have... There was an interview with TV Line that Breck did. And she confirmed that uh, season three will have a massive murder mystery plot line, which is deeply exciting to me as one of my goals in life is to be on a murder mystery train. Not like I don't want an actual murder, but you know how they like put on one of those murder mystery shows, but it's on a train. I want that in my life. It's like a lifelong goal of mine. So. Very excited about this for when the show premieres in the fall. Did we talk about it premiere? We didn't talk at all about premiere stuff. No. Okay, so confirmed. Season three coming this fall. I don't think we have a date. Do we have a date, Lizzie? Uh, no, it, they just said fall. I mean, I presume fall in the CW means somewhere around October. They don't mm-hmm. ever start in September in the CW. But then again, the thing with the CW now is that there are so many holes in that schedule. Um, and uh, so, and Stargirl doesn't have a long season. So yeah, we, we don't really know how it's going to go or if we're going to get the episodes the way we got them last time, which was we barely got a break. Um, it might not be like that. We might get some breaks um, because the CW canceled everything. Yeah, um, so, they ruthless, merciless yeah. in so, the slaying of shows. This is one of those moments where we are thinking, 
oh, maybe it would have been better if Stargirl had not moved to the CW because now we're worried about Stargirl, something we didn't want to be. But the season hasn't aired yet, so let's just try to enjoy it and not worry too much, especially before the season airs. We don't know what's going to happen. They don't know what's going to happen. So just, I don't know, fingers crossed and let's enjoy the season. I think the only other thing that I have to share is that the theme of Stargirl Season 3 will also focus on frenemies. Because as we may remember, the Crocs did move in next door. And then Cindy Berman, Shiv, is also going to play a crucial part in the story. So, I mean, it's basically all of our favorite characters are going to be focused on. So, plus a murder mystery? Did I write this? It sounds amazing, but also it seems like the team has been frenemies for a while now. Now they're just like, let's just admit that this is the team and <laughs> just go for it. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of scared that that will include our um, boy Icicle Jr. because that has yet to become mm. a thing and it has to become a thing now. Like mm-hmm. we've been waiting for a while for mm-hmm. that to be a thing. So, um, and then Considering how, again, Cameron went and then he got, like, all jacked. He, like, did a lot of lifting while he was grieving. And then that went nowhere. We're still waiting for... Do you you think he's still working out as hard, that poor actor? Like, just for the off chance that they put him in a suit. He's eating, like, 10,000 calories a day and, like, lifting tires in the backyard. Like, he's just training hard for the opportunity. I mean, he's got to get in a suit now. Why? Why? Like, come on. Just, like, they, they... I mean, well, I mean, again, the the suits can't do anything. Like, I still can't with Rick's suit. And, like, every time I see... That is the best costume ever, actually, because I cannot imagine Rick outside of the suit and Rick in the suit being the same person. Like, there's no way. I look at Rick in the suit, I was like, that's a man. Then I look at Rick outside of it, it was like, oh. That's a boy. (laughs) Yeah. But then you look at Pat and you're like, that's a man. Like, yeah. man suddenly becomes like three syllables. Yeah, but we haven't been talking about um, our, the the other character we um, in a suit that we kind of liked from the end of last season. Uh, because when the originals are coming back, those are actual adults we can um, appreciate in different ways that we can appreciate these kids. They're still kids for us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that is a thing. I um, mean, on, it, on that note, do we have... <laughs> we're just, we we are, are already here. back into the thirst. How are we already back at this place? It took us... How long have we been recording? Like five minutes? Right. But <laughs> honestly, we were actually here to talk about the comic. Right. And now we've Focus. spiraled. And, but I promise we're going to get into the comic because... Um, they released a Stargirl comic um, last month, like a couple of weeks ago, that ties into this whole Arrowverse DC universe that now doesn't exist. I don't even know what the point was. <laughs> this, 
There was a Legends of Tomorrow one, wasn't it? And a Bad Woman yeah. one? Yeah, now... yeah. Do those matter? I don't know. I don't know. Is the Bad Woman one now, like, the serious finale? I don't, this is... I don't know what they're doing over there, but I will say that the Stargirl issue was great. It was delightful. It was... It was... It, it was right back into it because I haven't revisited season two and i think i will before season three airs just to like get back into that place but i feel like all it took was like the first couple of panels and i was back with my family you know what i mean like it's like no time passed at all yeah they were also smart enough to give us pat and uh courtney uh like Mm -hmm. sort of like straight up the gate which was again our even though there were a lot of things that work in season two and then new dynamics, Pat and Courtney continues to be sort of the center of the show. So when they went on a hike, you were like, yes, this is exactly what I wanted from this comic. How did you know? And then they brought in like a, I'm not even call him a C villain. Like let's call him a D villain. Just like for a little bit, just to, to have something to do while we're in the middle of this family adventure. And it was perfect. <laughs> oh, poor Needle. <laughs> he deserves a little bit of recognition. But in reality, I didn't even remember that he was a villain, which is pretty sad. He's interesting now. The way that they presented him in, in the comic is that he is a former villain. He has truly changed because he met the love of his life, someone who really believed in him and loved him. So that just like changed his trajectory in life, which I I like that journey a lot. I think the reformed villain story is it's always going to be interesting to me. I just didn't really know or remember who he was from the JSA comics of past times. Yeah, I, I didn't either. And But I don't think you need... I think what this uh, comic does really well is that I don't think you necessarily need it before Stargirl Season 3, but it really does complement what's coming probably and what we already saw really well. It feels like fan fiction in the best kind of way because what we love about fan fiction is when they take the dynamics that we like and sort of expand on them and give us like low stakes uh sort of fun and this is exactly what it was and then visually it was really really good um it's just like a plus no notes 10 out of 10 (laughs) would read it again yeah you said like how it was kind of like fan fiction and giving us what we love like we got pat being such a dad again with courtney when he was telling her like hey don't forget to like you know, as you're saving the day all the time and fighting these bad guys, take a second to slow down and appreciate the good stuff, too. It's like this such a parent thing to say. Like, he always wants her to, like, try to find that balance like they were focusing on in season two with, like, finding the balance of the superhero life, but also just, like, being a teen. And in school, he's reminding her just to, like, seek out some balance and enjoy the good times as they're happening in the present which is great parent advice right and it, it, the family dynamics are also like really good like i think we can just drop calling a pad like stepdad and like so this is mom dad and their two kids there are no step anything here this is just a family um 
And you got the younger kid being like, I don't want to go on a hike. You can go on a hike. Like, I need Wi-Fi. Um, and then Courtney um, and Pat sort of going on their little adventure. And it, it just all works really, really well. Um, I don't I don't really want to spoil, like, the actual meat of it uh, for everyone. Not that, again, not that there's that much of it. And I'm not even complaining. It's not like a yeah. big plot uh point there's not stargirl season two with eclipse so um there's a little fun storyline there but it's mostly a family taking a road trip and it just so happens that a couple of them are superheroes and that's fun yeah i think the only thing i really wanted to talk about was they talked about the time vortex for how Pat looks so young, which is something that I've been going on about for two seasons of our podcast is how does he look so young? It has to be time travel. That's what we talked about in the comics. I'm pretty sure it's time travel, time vortex, time travel. And now it is confirmed that it's a time vortex, but it's a long story and he doesn't want to get into it in the comic, which I understand. But it's also confirmed that Barbara doesn't know about it. So... Secrets between Pat and Barbara is always bad. We know this. So I think that could potentially come up in season three because they have to address that at some point. But we keep saying that they have to address all of these different things. So how will they have the time, Lizzie? That's the thing that worries me. Like, I mean, can you renew Starkle for season four? Five? CW, HBO Max, whatever. Whoever it is. Someone renew Stargirl for season four so we can finally like feel like we're going to get the answers because the problem, and again, it's not a problem if the show does it well, which I think they will. They have so far. So now we have so many characters um, and so many storylines we need to see. And all of that is good, but Stargirl has always felt like a show that could have five spinoffs. Um, mm-hmm. And at some point, we're not even really having enough time to go into the stories of the of the main characters we're introducing so many more stories and then if season three ends up being the last one i will cry out of everything yeah we 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 didn't go into and this thing with pat is is one of them and then i mean it could it couldn't have been like it what they reveal made sense but considering this is a dc show it could have just been we just didn't want to cast another actor to play the young version of him. And like, you're supposed to ignore it. Like we ignored uh, Oliver's uh, Island wig for like seasons. Like that wasn't even, what was that? Um, I still have nightmares. So like, I don't know. It feels like that should be something that they, they go into in season three. But if it, if it's going to be, it feels like they they could have, I don't know, maybe it's just, I'm just worrying, but like they brought it up in a comic that they're not saying anyone needs to read. They could just mm. bring it up again as a new thing in season three um, and go into it. But they have so many people and they have the frenemies and then they mm-hmm. have like mm-hmm. a lot of stuff is going on. A lot of, there's a lot happening between all these characters And this comic does have one more significant person who shows up, which I think we should kind of touch on. I don't know if it's really a spoiler. I mean, 
I mean, you're thinking about the same person. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm like... I mean, yeah, we should probably... Like, if you're here, this might be a spoiler. Yeah, so spoiler alert. You can stop listening and go read the comic now because this character does show up at the very end of the comic. But I think it is kind of... It's kind of an important character in DC, right? So, those of you who are still with us now, post-spoiler alert, the character we're talking about is Magog, who has had several stories about him. Kind of a complicated character to talk about because there's Gog and yeah, there's Magog. A One created the other. He's also... David Reed, right? Who's like a military man. And then he gets these powers. But then what he chooses to do with the powers is sometimes problematic for the like OG DC heroes, right? Because he's like, just kill the bad guys. And Superman's like, no, we don't do that. Bureaucracy instead. So there's like, that dynamic. I'm summarizing this really well, aren't I? Yeah, you're doing this. Is amazing. I'm this not, is the best summarizing I've ever not gonna interrupt you at all. 10 out of um, 10. I'm rating myself. Right. I, I actually think all of this uh that Andy mentioned in her beautiful summary can probably tie back into the issues that we saw at the end of season two with the JSA and how to deal with um bad guys and sort of the 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 fight that they had about what they had to do and um, the vote and all of that, that the kids were horrified by. Mm-hmm. And it feels like it'll tie into that. I just don't know. Like maybe the, the original intent was to have these comics and have them tie into the shows um, in a way. There's sort of like a crossover event through comics, um, even though they're not really tied together. But then since the sh- some of the shows were canceled, like, I guess we just have to look at the Stargo one and be like, well, this is just the Stargo one. And I, again, I, if you're a fan, I would say read it. We enjoyed it. Um, yeah. I don't necessarily think it's going to be something that you'll need that they'll reference necessarily. Though I wouldn't mind like a reference to the hike or like just the family vacation. Um, but I, I'm pretty sure that whatever it is they bring up from the comics, they will just explain again. They mm-hmm. will not assume that you know. Because, um, I mean, we love our comics, but the TV audience is much bigger. Yeah, and I think introducing Magog to a TV audience would be... It'd be difficult because there's a lot of... I mean, I guess Eclipso was kind of difficult to explain to. Okay. So I think they could do it if they wanted to. But I, I wouldn't have expected Magog to show up in season three without reading this comic. No, me either. I mean, there is a lot of exposition that would be needed to sort of explain. But they did that with Eclipso. They sent the kids to the library for our needed exposition. So I guess... <laughs> I'm going to say this right now publicly. So the writers of Stargirl, if you need to just edit, like take out a snippet of my audio of my summary and just put it in your episode verbatim, you have my permission. (laughs) It was a beautiful summary. (laughs) It was my best work. (laughs) 10 out of 10. No notes. Um, Yeah. I mean, I, 
the comic was good. Read the comic. That, yes. That's what yes. we'll say. That's what, yeah. that's what we're getting in. That's what we're getting at. Read the as, comic. It's delightful. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, season three, like we were probably going to do another episode, which is just us looking forward to season three. So it's we don't even want to get into too much speculation now. But like the casting does give us an idea where this is going, the frenemies thing. Um, we've been speculating. Um, well, ship-wise, are we ever going to get ships? I, I'd assume right. season three would have to be the moment if we're going to go somewhere. But it also feels like we need some more backstory. We haven't seen Yolanda's parents again. The Blue Valley is a weird place where parents like appear once and then disappear. Their kids are just using their powers out in the open. And everyone's like, there's a collective agreement to just look the other way. Um, and then at least Pat and Barbara are not the only decent parents anymore. Bad's parents sort of stepped up. They're trying, not like anywhere near Pat and Barbara levels yet but at least they're not like icicles parents like i don't know like <laughs> there are levels apparently in this town you're either a super villain or you're pat and barbara um mm -hmm. but i don't really want to go into too much speculation other than i hope we get some ships not necessarily because ships are needed but because it feels like that's what it's going with these kids um and I mean, I maybe I'm just being selfish here, but we did get like, can we get Henry Jr. for like a little bit? Because everyone comes back except him. We should do like a season three bingo and just write all the things that we want to happen and just mark it off as they hopefully happen. Let's do that actually, and then let's post the bingo on Twitter so people can join us. <laughs> this is gonna be fun this is gonna be fun and yeah, i think one of the squares should just be like any ship comes to harbor <laughs> like we just right any need yeah one. like like poor courtney <laughs> didn't even get to have her kiss oh like we still wait i am still mad it's been how many months god yeah, if you're mad, can you imagine how he's feeling? <laughs> he's all jacked. He's He's been working out. He hasn't even had a kiss. Yeah. Or dude. He's been working out and he's going to become a villain. This is villain origin story. He didn't get his kiss. <laughs> God. <sighs> and then he's going to fight Rick for some reason because boys be boys. And they fight mm -hmm. each other for no reason. Yeah. Um, no boys, no boys. Or, boys. Or, or if the show wants, they can just give us the ship we've been asking for since season one, which is Yolanda and Courtney, and we will shut up mm. about anything else. Mm -hmm. We just, I just want to bring before we stop this rambly little podcast. I just wanted to put that out there. Um, yeah. we will take that. Maybe that should be the bingo square. Or we can have the different ships be different squares. I'm that, actually that way. That way we win, no matter yeah. what. No matter what. <laughs> um. So this was a little rambly, but you guys missed us, right? I hope. Uh, we hope. Um. And honestly, I think all we gotta say is, um, uh, read uh, the comic. 
and we are gonna sort of touch uh, upon what we want for season three um before season three we, we got a little <laughs> bit of time but we promise right. we will and um Maybe we should watch the the season two finale as an episode, like live react. And oh, yeah. something, like something like that. A- Angie and I will will plan that out. Yeah. Um, but I think that's all for now because we have nothing else to say because there are no new episodes. So you can visit StarGirlPodcast.com for all the latest news about the StarGirl show. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at StarGirl Podcast as well. Subscribe to Stargirl Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, and Google Play. And while you're on Apple Podcasts, hit us up with some five-star reviews. Don't forget, we are part of the DC TV Podcast Network with podcasts for all the DC shows at dctvpodcast.com. Follow the network on social media at dctvpodcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Last but not least, subscribe to our mega feed on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, and Google Play. DC TV Podcasts has its own T-Blub store, so if you're interested in DC TV-related merch, click on the link and get some awesome gear. It does help support the network so we can continue to make these podcasts. And if you have questions or thoughts about Stargirl, you can email us at stargirlpodcasts at gmail.com or just find us on Twitter, too. Yep. And that's it for now. See you sometime before the fall. We promise. We promise. (laughs) Bye. Bye.